Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Everything Horror Podcast with your host, Paul Dolsky. And Tessa Baker. And we are entering season three with, I think, a bang. And uh, tonight's topic talks paranormal with my good old buddy from all the way back in the fourth grade, Justin Heath. Say hi, Justin. Hi guys, how you doing? So, uh, Justin, um, would you mind, like, Telling people a little bit about yourself? That's not a problem. Uh, I bounced around from place to place growing up. Uh, parents always moved around a lot. Ended up living in Rutland for nine years, and the house we'll be discussing tonight. Uh, after that, jumped around a couple more times, and finally ended up here in Middlebury. Throughout that time, I uh, joined the Marine Corps and got an honorable discharge, and have been out ever since. Been kind of a workaholic. I work all the time, come home, and spend time with my family as much as I can. And that sounds awesome. Besides that Marine part, that which we I know what happened, but nobody else really needs to know. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Justin, we'll start you off with, I think, a pretty easy question, I think. So, the question is, before you moved to Rutland, were you a believer? And this is talking like paranormal. Were you? Were, did you ever believe before you moved to Rutland? Um, probably not. I was too young at that point until I actually got to Rutland to have a grasp on that kind of thing. Okay. All right. And so, did you did did you like ever watch anything though, like Ghost Hunters on TV or anything when you were little? So be like, ooh. Oh, probably the worst I ever did was played, like, a horror game or something. How is that the worst you ever did? (laughs) Well, I didn't really get into the ghost hunters or any of the paranormal investigations until I became, like, 13, 14 years old. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's right. So, what, what was the first experience you remember at your house? Well, one of the first ones was actually probably one of the most impact uh, that I had on my life was when I'd have friends over. Like, for example, you probably even remember these times when you'd come over to stay the night or my friend Ethan or Michael or somebody else would come over and we'd end up going to bed, you know, we're young boys, so the room went to bed, you know, messy. Nothing was clean because that's how, you know, boys are. Wake up in the morning my whole room would be clean, everything would be neatly organized, and we'd all wake up in completely different spots from where we actually went to sleep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That, that's exactly right. And, um, yeah, we're going to discuss more about that later on, because there is a question for that. But uh, Tess is going to ask you something. Okay, shoot. Number three, yep. Do you remember the first time that Paul spent the night and something heavy sounded like it crashed on the floor? Oh, I do. It was uh, actually a whole plethora of items that were at the top of my uh, staircase. And uh, one of those things was a full brand new paint can. Everything ended up getting thrown to the bottom of the stairs and the paint can was actually crushed in half, but the top never popped off and no paint ever even leaked out of it. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Well, and I'm just laughing because I remember just hearing that, and I'm like, what is that? And Justin just like, oh, don't worry about it. Probably <laughs> <laughs> a cat. Probably a cat. I'm like, what do you mean? That was loud. How was that a cat? Just, just shut up and go to bed. I'll tell you in the morning. Okay. And then, I don't really want to freak nobody out that let them sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I think that was like around the first time I spent the night anyways. But um, it, it is quite funny because I do remember another time when I was spending the night where something else heavy hit the floor, and it was like that marble tabletop. Yeah, it was uh, the coffee table, I believe it was. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was like a little small coffee table. Yep. I think it was that, that thing definitely does not move itself. It no. Weighed at least 50 to 75 pounds. Yeah, and I mean, we're talking like marble. So that's definitely like not a one man job. No. But, um, yeah, we'll get uh, right on back a little bit. What are some of your favorite ghost stories? My favorite? Well, if I had to actually pick, it'd probably be the time that uh, I was up in my sister's room on the other end of the house. And uh, we were sitting there just watching TV and playing games and had all the lights out. We had a couple candles lit. And you actually got to see a candle go from one corner of the room to the other one, still being lit. That had to have been my favorite experience I've ever had in that house. That already amazed me already. I just kind of wish that I was there to see awesome. it. <laughs> yeah, it scared the living crap out of me, but oh, I bet. my <laughs> favorite experience. <laughs> oh, I bet. But, um, I guess what I want to go with this time with this question is, uh, what have you experienced when you didn't have friends over? Besides, like, the candle floating. Like, your own personal experience. Like, what, yeah, like, your own. Oh, uh, for, if I was alone, uh, most of the time, I don't always just end up having things picked up in my room and come to find out. It never really got picked up. Everything just ended up getting tucked into my closet, which was actually funny as hell. Did, that um, was funny, because I actually do remember that. Because I think you and me did a test one day or one weekend when I spent the night, like, from Friday oh, we to Saturday. Yeah, we, we completely all over it. the place. Yep. And then I think you and me went outside for, like, a good portion of the day, and then we come back in, and it's all thrown back in your goddamn closet again. <laughs> it's like, wow, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, to look for a clean room, though. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, Justin, can you... Can you describe describe to the listeners exactly what room your room used to be? I actually uh, lived in three of the rooms in the house, and I experienced something in every one of them. One of them, the least, there rarely ever had anything happen. Maybe just something shuffled around here and there, but nothing extreme. But let me give you a quick layout of the house. It's a three-story house. The first story, you'd walk into a hallway which would bring you down the corridor to the front door. That would bring you into the house. When you walked into there, there was the kitchen. There was a right that you could go upstairs to my sister's room. Her room used to be two rooms connected. They knocked out a wall, so it became one. And uh, if you kept in the kitchen, 
there would be another passage right on the right or the left-hand side of the right to go upstairs to my sister's, which would bring you to the laundry room. You could take a left and go to the bathroom. And then behind that room, there was another room with big bay window. Then there was a corridor behind that, and that went upstairs. Um, that kind of where my first room really was, was right at the top of the stairs around the corner on the right. That was the first room that I had, barely really ever experienced anything in there. Most of the time, I just thought, that, you know, I was a kid and forgot stuff and didn't know where I was putting stuff. Then I moved to the store or the room right next to that, down the hall a little farther on the right-hand side, and that was a very active room. That is the room that me and my friends would get moved around in and everything kept getting thrown into the closet and shoes would be neatly stacked up next to the door and certain and things like that. And uh, if you went to the top of the stairs again but went straight ahead, there was another room that I lived in um, that had its own bathroom hooked to the other side. And that had a pretty cool experience, too. I don't remember if it was you with me, Paul, or if it was another friend. But we were sitting there watching TV, listening to the radio one day, playing games, when there was this orange juice container. That top just launched off across the room for no reason whatsoever and hit the window. I thought that was pretty cool. And those are the three rooms that I lived in. Nope, I did not see that one. But I do remember seeing, like, that weird shadow out of that window where you and me are, like, trying to figure out whose shadow that was. Oh, uh, when we were outside looking up into the house? That one, and we when we were in that same room that you were talking about where if you go up to the top of the uh, the stairs then you head straight to Oh, when we were going to bed up, that was for yes. the bathroom door. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah, it was, because we could not ever figure out what the hell that shadow belonged to. So No, we could never recreate it, no, no. matter what we tried to do, turning mm -hmm. on just the radio lights, turning on just the light, shutting and, everything off, having the yep. TV on, nothing ever did it again. Yeah, it, it was more weird and crazy. But uh, <clears throat> did anybody else in the house at the time have an experience, like your sister, mother, or father? My sister did. I don't know if my parents really ever did because we never really talked about that kind of stuff. Um, I don't really know why. I don't think it was for any in particular reason other than just nobody would bring it up to each other. <laughs> well... Um, People do have weird um, thoughts on the paranormal. Some say that we're just using our own delusion and illusion and our mind playing tricks on us. While like people like Tessa, me, and you would be like, "Dude, you want to talk paranormal? Let's do it." Like I had this bullshit, like ridiculous experience once. Like, yeah, it, it really depends on who I guess you talk to. So, yeah. But, but, so, do you remember anything that your sister once had, besides the candle floating to one corner to the other? Do you remember, did she um, ever mention anything? She never really mentioned too much more, other than she'd have random stuff come through, and just, she'd have things that got misplaced all the time, and she never knew where they were. She had a couple other experiences with something floating, and, I don't really remember what that was at this time. I think it was another candle, but I'm not sure. So, yeah, I mean, either way, though, it sounds like this house was, like, full of it, though. Like, it almost seemed like almost it was pretty active almost every day. It was very active. The time that it was the least is when we were actually home by ourselves. 
and seeing that the more people there the more it reacted yeah which was really really weird like i remember when you and i and i think it was eason at the time too we all like did this theory where i don't know if you remember but we would go up to your old place which it would be at the top of the stairs and if you had right it would be that big room all the way down the hall like that yeah. right next to your uh old bedroom there the one that where everybody gets moved around and get things get chucked in the closet and chewed get neatly um put up yeah where you can climb out the window onto the back porch roof <laughs> yep yes that room um, I don't know if you remember me and you and possibly Ethan where we would turn on the radio and then, like, we turned it down, like, I don't know, to maybe, like, 10. And then, like, we would go downstairs and it would seem like the house is jamming because it sounded oh. like the volume got cranked up. And by the time we make it back upstairs, it was still on time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, like, went right back down to what we set it on. And then we would go back down, and it would right right up to a high volume again. Yeah, you should get yelled at a lot for that crap. Yeah, yeah, that would not fun. I think I was there one day when you got yelled at, and we're just you need like, to "Turn that down. We can have it loud. <laughs> we can hear it all the way outside." <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> okay, maybe maybe we did. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure you can't hear this. Doesn't it here? It's not that loud. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Do you remember how you got into paranormal? Into the paranormal? Uh, it'd probably been the experience from this house. Um, that actually led me a lot to watch ghost hunters and paranormal investigations and things like that. And um, I remember growing up just being able to listen to the radio and actually hear people come onto the radio to talk about paranormal stuff or a book or a movie that was coming out and so I kind of always followed it like even to this day now I'll still watch paranormal investigations or ghost hunters which is still my favorite one and in my opinion that caught some of the best footage that I've seen yeah I've I've um I used to watch ghost hunters and then I found another show called ghost adventures have you ever heard of that one? Yes, I've seen that one. I've watched that one as well. Yeah, I have a lot more fun uh, watching that one, whether it's fake or real. I still find that one to be a lot more fun than Ghost Hunters. Sorry, people who are fans of Ghost Hunters. I apologize. I just hate watching the entire episode sometimes, and then at the very end say, oh, there was nothing. Then, then what yeah, was that? that was the only let goes of the ghost hunters, that they would show their actual failures or busting of rumors. Yeah, and that, to me, kind of sucked, because it's just like, oh, man, I don't know if I just wasted a half hour of my life watching this for nothing or what. But in my aspect, and I kind of see and understand why they would do this, it, it's got to show you that not everybody is haunted all the or something. are correct. Right. Some things are just leaky pipes or banging pipes or yes. scaffolding, something that can be explained away. Yeah, or something involving electrical wires or something. Yeah, that, they're yeah. more of showing that, hey, most things can be explained, but look at these experiences that there is no way they can be recreated. Exactly, which 
sometimes they can do, and then other times they can't. So, but then some of the times where they can't, they still say, oh, it's a bust. And it's just like, uh, what? It's like, hold on, you found something. But I get it was the only thing he found, but you never know. He could have went off on an off day. I, I guess the, the world will never know. But I'm actually friends with a, uh, with a couple people who are actually um, partnered with Ghost Hunters. I forget what the actual family is called right now. What is the ex? Does anybody know at the top of their head right now? Oh, Tabs. Or, yeah, Tabs. Tabs? Taps, yeah. Yes, I've yep, seen taps. actually a couple of those episodes. Yep. Yeah, I actually know a couple of friends who are actually here in Vermont, Justin, who are actually partnered with Taps. That's uh, pretty awesome. That is. Um, let's see, where are we? We are right here. Number... Remember that one night when you, Ethan, and Paul got moved, moved somehow during the night? Yeah, this is like the first time, uh, Justin, like where I believe it was like your birthday weekend and you had me and Ethan come over and um, once again, messy room um, because that, like you said, it's what boys do and we all fell asleep in a different, in a weird, but interesting pattern. Of course, you uh, fell asleep by the window, so you could uh, have your cold air, because that was you. You needed cold air on you. And then... I do remember that, actually. Um, we went to sleep on the futon bed, which is what I had. But at the time, when we actually went to bed, it was in a couch. Uh, I was on the end, toward the window... Then it was you, I believe, in the middle. No. Nope. And then Ethan was on the end. No, Ethan was on the middle? Yeah, for some reason, Ethan wanted the middle. Yeah, I woke up at the closet. <laughs> I remember that part. I, I woke up where closet. you were the by the window. Down. I actually woke up where you were sleeping by the window. Mm-hmm. And the bed was laid down. Yes. And Ethan, I think, was like on the floor. Too. Yeah, he was on the floor. <laughs> he was almost under the bed. Yeah. It looked like he somehow got put on the floor and then the bed got folded out almost over him. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that was around the same night, or maybe it would have just been a night when it was just you and me, Justin, but uh, you remember going to bed one night, where, like, um, your room was already cleaned and whatever, and then, like, we cleaned it up or something, right? And then the next morning, we found, like, melted crayon on your mirror. Yeah, um, that was actually really cool. We had to clean the room. Uh, my mom made us clean it because for us to be able to do something, I don't remember what it was we wanted to do, but we had to clean my room for it. When we woke up, everything was all melted all over my mirror and on top of my bureau. Yep, and then it it wrote, like, I heart Justin or something on the mirror. It was just like, whoa. <laughs> I, think I it can't was, really remember exactly what it said, but I know it was enough to actually, you know, cause you to be a little concerned. <laughs> it, well, yeah. But at the same time, it was comforting because you knew it didn't have any 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, uh, it's uh, any negative effect towards people. Thank you. That's You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. That's what you were trying to go with, but um, I would wait in to see if you caught on to it. But that's okay. Yeah, it took me a little bit. I was just like, yeah, let's go for a different. Person. It was it was more of a benevolent entity yes. than a malevolent. Yes, and it, I think. I think the only reason why we saw that is because we actually cleaned up the room and not it. Or, yeah, it. Because well, I don't even know what it was. Just it was female, male. I really don't even know. But it's oh, the no, I tend to lead toward it being a female just because of the so. need for the room to be clean and everything to be set so perfectly up with shoes set off to the side. And yeah, women are neat, aren't we? <laughs> Some. Um, I'm not saying you. I'm neat. I know you are. I'm <laughs> saying there's just other people, people that who are, are not so neat, like your mom. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll not go into that. But um, yeah, and then Justin, the, the kind of putting into that story of the mirror story. You remember when we were trying to figure out where the melted crayon even came from? Yeah, I didn't even have crayons at that time. I haven't had crayons in years. Mostly, what I ever had was colored pencils or markers. Yeah, and this was crayons. Like you Did could... your sister have crayons? No. Um, no. No, she's actually two years older than I am. Huh. Yeah. Makes you think. Maybe it was a kid. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Because um, what was more interesting is, like, sometimes Justin's um, mother would... Uh, babysit kids who would like color and stuff, but they would never leave their stuff with them. So it's almost like did did they take a cup of crayons, like, and then how were they able to melt the wa the melt the crayon to, though to make it able to use it for uh, the message on the mirror? But I guess that's a story we'll never know. Yeah, that's something that'll be in one of those unanswered segments. Yeah, kind of like the time when you and me were watching a movie and in your room, just you and me. Um, I don't even know if anybody... No, I don't think anybody was in the house at the time except you and me, but we were just upstairs in your room. We, we just wanted to watch a movie to help us fall asleep or something, and we were watching uh, Anaconda. And then I remember having the, your door to your bedroom locked and shut. And as we're watching it, Anaconda, that door swings open. And we and me are just kind of just like, because um, I just remember at first thinking, was that your sister? Yeah, I thought somebody had come home as well, but it ended up just, I don't know, for some reason the door swung open. It actually, if I remember correctly, it happened in a pretty skitzy part of the movie, too. So it was perfect to make us jump right out of our skin. Yeah. Yeah. It was around the uh, the bad time to uh, be scared by the movies. And then that gets flung into it, too. And you're just like, what the... F <laughs> like, oh, well, this movie's got great sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm trying to figure out, did we ever do anything about that? I know we tried running down the hall or something, and that would cause noise. 
we tried shutting the door, making sure, like, like we couldn't just, like, open it or something. Yeah, we tried and, figuring out what made the sound because we wanted to know if somebody came home and just left or if, I don't know, one of our animals ran through the house, but we just weren't sure what it was. We were trying to figure out what made the noise. Yeah. Like, hey, was it, you know, something coming down the stairs? Was it the door shutting? Was it the door handle being just slapped shut? What was it? I don't think we really ever figured out what it was except for the door. I think that was the closest sound that came to it. Yeah, it was definitely your bedroom door that flung open, and but we're just trying to figure out how, though, because, like, like we thought and still think today that it would just be on me in the house. So, yeah, I mean, usually, from what I can recall, usually we can hear people coming into your house. You definitely know, like, if somebody's in because usually there's a lot of door slamming because, uh, don't you? Yeah, there's uh, two doors that enter before you even make it into the inside of the house. Yeah. We had that first door in the hallway, which kind of just echoed because it was connected to the garage. Correct. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then you got the other one that leads to the kitchen. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. All right, good. I'm still remembering your old house, which is pretty weird, I guess. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> well, recognize it today. It's three apartment buildings now. Is it now? Huh. Well, we're actually going to get to that in a minute, too, because um, I actually took a picture of your old house one day and put it up on ha my Haunted Vermont page. And a couple mm -hmm. people commented on it. And they're like, hey, this is your house. And I remember reading these comments like, I never had anything like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit more. But, uh, you or me? Me? Okay. So, um... So, Justin, we're going to talk a little bit about the month of October here, shall we? What do you love about the month of October? Oh, it's just Halloween. I love being able to dress up with my daughter, go out, go trick-or-treating, let her see all the different costumes, and it kind of gives her a little bit of a heritage lesson to show what, you know, all the different religions and all the different um, races chose to believe in for goblins, ghouls, like elves, fairies. It, it teaches you about a bunch of different things. And it's always just a blast to be able to dress up with her and go out. And then you also have the kicker, Halloween equals scary movies. And free candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely ate a lot of my daughter's candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, I like it because it's our one night where you can dress up as anybody and anything. It's your creation. It's also the month of, like, um, <laughs> respecting everything as a whole, meaning dead or alive, especially with November with the whole Day of the Dead. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of history for behind Halloween, and since I was born in October, I think I just kind of grew into the fact of I'm an October baby, so every day is like Halloween. So, and that is why I kind of started my Halloween uh, sleeve arm for tattoos. So, just because it's been a while, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I know you haven't. 
Um, I think you would. I think you would appreciate it, Justin. Just, just throwing it out there. I mean, I got the headless horseman. I got the scary tree and pumpkin. Got a haunted house and a burning witch and a skull. Well, I can always. I can always uh, respect some good ink. That's true. I, th- I think you'd enjoy my uh, new back piece I have. It's uh, pretty interesting. Uh, basically, like kind of a demon skeletal structure with horns. Ooh. Yeah, I definitely need to see it. Yeah, we'll have to plan something together one day. That way we can all meet up and I can, like, thank your wife. Or soon-to-be wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the same thing now. <laughs> well, yeah, it pretty much is. Because, I mean, I know you guys been together for a long time now, from what I know, I think. It's been uh, uh, two years, two months, and eight days. See, there you go. Good job. <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, speaking of which, before I go to the next question, have you showed or read your daughter the the old bedtime stories, the scary stories to tell in the dark? Actually, believe this or not, I have not read it to her yet, but I do have the old storybook collection of all of them in one book. Nice. So once she gets a little bit older, and I'm not worried about her having too many nightmares, since she still is old, and she's uh, about four months shy of being three. I don't want to scare the crap out of her yet. That that's understandable. Good idea. Um, I will suggest, Justin, there's another book that came out last year that I backed on Kickstarter, and it's actually really good. Do you remember uh, Chicken Soup at all? Chicken Soup? Oh, yes. I even still have that book. Nice. Well, these guys um, wrote a book called Nightmare Soup. So it's like 30 short stories in a book. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'll send you guys, send you the link after the podcast, and I will definitely post the link up for you listeners, so that way if you are interested to know more about Nightmare Soup, um, there you go. You can buy yourself a copy, because I would recommend it. Uh, so, yeah, Justin... What are your thoughts on the fact that there seems to be no activity going on nowadays? And I'm talking like your old house. Uh, I kind of believe in the it was because the house got separated. It got split up. It's no longer the one house that I believe that the entity felt comfortable with. You know, it was the whole house connected. It was all one big individual place one thing that it called its own. It's an old farmhouse. That thing probably dates back to the 1800s, if not before, into the 17s. Right. Um, and now it's three completely separate apartment buildings. They're Wait. all blocked off from each other, and there's three different families living in each. It has no, basically, no familiarity anymore. Yeah, which, I, like, there was a day where I was thinking about going up there and seeing if I could, like, step in your old place again, but I was just like, I don't know if they would let me in. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you never know, man. It couldn't hurt to ask. No, it doesn't. You know, grew up with somebody who lived here for nine years, and we had some cool experiences. Hey, I was wondering if you'd be okay with me doing a paranormal investigation. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's exactly probably the answer you'd get. (laughs) Uh, Probably. Probably. Or it's going to be like Facebook all over again. I don't. I haven't had anything weird going on anymore. Nothing's happened here. 
What are you talking about? Happened. No. My TV doesn't that, uh, go up loud anymore. Like what? I believe since it wasn't a malevolent spirit, that the the sense of familiarity made it more comfortable for it to do things and for it to actually come out. Well, not just that, but maybe because of our age, because we were like middle school. So I mean, that like what seven, eight, nine years old. I mean, that's pretty young, and especially having uh, paranormal experiences. So, yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to believe that it just ended because there's nothing there. I'd like to choose to believe that it was for a reason. Agreed. What was your most memorable paranormal experience? Which I think you've already answered, but if you wouldn't mind maybe, like, going into more, uh... Detail, elaborating it more. Yeah, elaborating it more. Elaborating my most favorite experience? Yeah, your most most memorable. memorable. Well, oh, the most memorable, which actually kind of ends up being the most favorite. (laughs) I think that was the night that um, me, Paul, and Ethan... Uh, we're staying the night, um, just being able to, you know, it was my birthday, and we just got done having fun all day, and jumping on the trampoline, we were all tired, we were upstairs, played video games, and watched a movie, and passed out, you know, not a care in the world, just being kids, and then waking up, and everything being completely picked up, I mean, shoes being right off to the side of the door, right in the room, all three pairs, not just mine, all three of them. Yep. Lying right up next to each other. We were completely different spots from where we were. Every single one of us was covered up and had a pillow. Yep. The bed was completely changed around from sitting into a couch into laying into a bed. Like, I, I can't believe that that could have been my parents. You would have heard something and for you three think people to have stopped through getting too. moved. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's so unlikely. Yeah, but, I mean... I don't. I still don't even know what to say to, to people when I say, "Yeah, this actually happened." Like, like I somehow moved, got moved to Justin's old spot. Justin moved over here, and Easton was on the freaking floor. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I usually don't <laughs> share that experience unless the people that I'm talking to actually have said that they do believe in paranormal or they've had something weird happen to them, then I'm all for sharing it. It's like, yeah, well, this happened to me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't really like sharing things anyway because normally I feel like I'm the guy that has the mental problem because, yeah. Oh, yeah, people look at you funny and judge you and they're like, you're freaking nuts or... It's crazy. It's all in your mind. Like, even my fiance just popped out from a room upstairs and told me that I'm nuts. See? Exactly. <laughs> See? Exactly. Nuts. Well, until she has her own experience, then she can not, she shouldn't even be saying anything. <laughs> like, um, we were actually on our way back uh, earlier today in the car, and she asked me, she was like, do you really believe in paranormal? I'm like, yeah, actually, I really do. I'm like, I've, you know, had some experiences, and I, you know, watched, watched some of the paranormal stuff. She's like, I have. I'm like, well, some of that stuff, come on. It's like, it is there, right on the camera. There's no way to freaking dispute that. Yeah, 
And it's kind of funny because um, I think my mother saw you at another time. This is when I used to conduct my own paranormal investigation, and I think I heard from my mother saying something like, like, Justin wished that we could, like, go back in time <laughs> so we could do a paranormal investigation at, at your your house that we're talking about. I remember we tried that one night with our cell phones, and, oh, uh, let's, let's try and leave the record on, <laughs> <laughs> Let's yep. talk in the dark and see what happens. <laughs> what a candle. That way we could at least, like, kind of see, we're making sure we don't bump into things, yep. We always ended up doing a pretty good job, but ended up freaking ourselves out, so we stopped. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Hit the pause it... button, go back to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Not a yeah. damn thing. Oh, well, <laughs> that's, that's creepy. <laughs> that's still creepy, yeah. We were, we were so set on trying to find something that our minds kept playing tricks on us, and we kept hearing something that was there. It's like, oh, come on. But that kind of blame, I'm not, I shouldn't really say blame, but I say it's because of our age at the time. We weren't really, like, fully developed, if I may say. So... We couldn't really tell ourselves, like, body language-wise, like, to calm down. Like, it's nothing. So, yeah, we were still adolescents. So yeah, ready yeah. Ready to go and not really understanding what the heck's going on. We were troublemakers. I mean... Well, we I, were good troublemakers, though. We Our were. Our never had to go get us out of nothing too bad. Mm, no, no, not really. It was, it was nice and fun. But, uh... Moving on. If you could go to one haunted place, what would it be and why? Oh, there was a Ghost Hunters episode that I saw uh, a couple of years back. I don't remember the name of the exact place, but I remember it's overseas somewhere in Ireland. There was a castle or a light, no, it was a lighthouse. Um, and that lighthouse had the most captured um, apparition that I've ever seen. I mean, you literally see this thing look right over the top rail, down at the camera, and then oh. just duck back. Oh, like yeah. That, even that. just talking about that sends goosebumps right up my spine. Like, that is something I'd love to experience. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And... Um, I know that's like everybody's hoped and dreamed, but speaking of apparition, I remember before me and a couple friends of mine started up our uh, paranormal team, the reason why that got formed is because one night, right before Halloween, uh, we, we were just wanting to do something, so we ended up riding around, and we ended up stopping and shitting in at a cemetery called uh, Bear, Bard, Bard Cemetery, or Baird Cemetery. I forget how you're supposed to pronounce it. It's uh, B-A-I-R-D-S, correct? Yes. Yeah, Baird. Baird, okay. I, I know the cemetery you're talking about, yeah. Yep, so I'm, um, I used to smoke at the time, and so anyway, the point to this story is, like, I could actually sense and like, almost feel something, and I'm, like, telling my friend with me, I'm, like, hey, guys, start taking pictures around me, because I swear I, like, feel something around me, 
and they're taking pictures around me and stuff like that. And they didn't catch anything at first, but then at one point, I like sat, I, um, me and another friend of mine who was on my right side of me, and me and him stopped to, because we were trying to figure out where to go next. Because, you know, we, it was like a Friday night, nobody had to work the next day kind of thing. So we're like, oh, I don't know, let's go here. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I, t I was like, Dan, do me a favor and, like, take a picture more to my left, your right. And he did. And I'll have to show you the picture afterward, Justin, but we caught this apparition. Apparition. And it definitely seemed to be floating toward me. And it almost seemed like a lady. And what's really, really interesting about this place to me, because this seemed to be like my favorite place, because it's mm -hmm. not it's not a bad spirit, but it's right. it's like one of those jokesters in a way it seems like, but more like a female spirit just trying to have fun. Right, but, more mischievous than yeah, one anything. That's, yeah, one that's curious maybe, but. What I find really interesting is that if you look at the picture, you see this arm kind of, like, raising up, I guess you could say, while she's, like, floating vertically, which is really weird. And that's it. That was the picture we got. But another that's night... That's crazy. But another night, we went back, like, I don't know, maybe a week or so later, and... Yeah. And my friend told me to do what I said last time. And I'm like, okay. And I pretty much what I did last time is I said, if there's anybody here, could you please come out and take a picture with us? I even said, I even threw in, um, if you want to stand next to me or float near me like you did in the picture with me that first time, that'd be great. Nothing. And then all of a sudden... My friend goes, um, Paul, uh, you might want to come see this. So I'm like, okay. So I go back to my friend Dan, who was taking the pictures. And sure enough, man, on the opposite side and kind of weird angle, you don't see the full body structure. But if you really look closely, this weird mist thing, like, I really don't know how to describe it any more better than, like, this weird mist thing, but if you really look at it, it almost looks like it's the same exact hand, and I'm only saying, like, saying it like that, because if you really pay close attention to the first original image that caught and look at the, uh, the way the, the spirit's arm and hand is, it almost seems like it's the same exact type of, um, structure and form, and that, when I was just like, oh, this is cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been back for a while there, and I probably should to see if I can maybe, uh... Get a third shot of it? Get yeah, a third shot of intense, it. man. Like, I wouldn't even really know what to do. It's <laughs> just like, oh, um, it was right there. Yeah, and... I think I had gotten a couple EVPs from her, too, from the spirit, but they're not that great because I think, I, I don't, I, this is going to sound really weird, but I think the spirit 
itself was actually shy because, and the only reason why I'm saying that is because you, I'm surprised I could even hear it myself, but it sounded more like a whisper and far away. So, like, it almost seemed like she was keeping her distance kind of deal. Might have been just talking slightly. Maybe she only wanted uh, what she was saying to be heard by you. That's what I was wondering, She only wanted too. to appear around yourself. Exactly. That's what, because uh, my friend tried it, man. They would try. Actually, me and Dan, that's what me and Dan first did. I said, hey, Dan, you try calling out to the spirit. And then it went me. And then that's when Dan said, hey, just start saying, like, what you said the first time. And then that's when I did. And then that's when I was telling you about the second shot. So, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it, it it really is nuts, and I already know I'm going to have to probably put this in video format, so I will post the uh, image up, hopefully in the exact time of this. So, uh, if not, I apologize ahead of time. Maybe I'll just do the whole entire video at the two images, because I kind of wish, Justin that we were smart a long time ago and that we caught something to show proof of our um, nonsense of your old room where you used to live because that would help this uh, interview as well, too, to make it more strong instead of just our own memories offhand. Our own personal experiences. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'll let my girlfriend take uh, take the last question for you. Has anything happened since then for you experience-wise, or has it completely ceased? I haven't experienced anything else in my life since I've left that house. I've even uh, lived in this past house I lived in for nine, ten years. I don't even know how long I was there now. Um, that house, I've actually been told, has had things happen in it, and I never experienced anything myself. The weirdest thing that I ever had happen there was um, with uh, my one of my exes um, was staying with me with her son, and we set his pack-and-play um, up next to my wall in the corner in front of a closet door. And uh, the next morning we woke up, there was actually like an outline of a, it looked kind of like a small child um, at the end of the pack-and-play, right on the outside of the, um, closet door. That was about the weirdest and the only thing that's ever happened to me since. Huh. <laughs> I'm definitely over here, like, raising an eyebrow on that one, like, wow. Like, that was weird. My parents uh, repainted my room, and my mother told me it took four or five coats of paint to cover it. Huh. Yeah, that is weird. But yeah, uh, Justin, is there anything else you want to add to this? Like, you can ask me and Tessa and uh, something if you would like. Oh, um, just, uh, I'm looking forward to your guys' release, especially of those pictures and of the EBPs, and, uh, hopefully this interview has fed your guys' curiosity and kept you guys going, and I'm looking forward to, uh, more things to come from you two. Well, thank you, Justin, for well, your thank time. Thank you very much, Justin. Not a problem. And, uh, maybe sometime down the road... Uh, we'll have to do another one together, whether it be, like, horror films or scary stories to tell in the dark or whatever. We'll definitely have to get back to it, because I know me and Tessa were even t 
talking about um, what re like re-getting and re-watching all of the Are You Afraid of the Dark TV show from Nickelodeon because I, I still won't lie. I love those type of shows. Me too. So, oh, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's nothing like what kids see nowadays. I mean, we had the worst. I mean, look at Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> and, yeah, we had uh, we had the good stuff. Yeah, we did. They definitely went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. But, yeah. And you never know. Maybe sometime in the future I could be a guest on one of these little paranormal investigations you guys do. I'd definitely be down for one of those. First, uh, first I'd have to reach... Um, restart doing it, but yeah, because I it's been a while for me to do it. But yeah, I will definitely uh, keep. But you... even I've been kind of curious about it too. So yes, even her. So so look at this. This could be a start of something beautiful. You too. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez, um, here we go. We need to add this to our list then. Yeah, add this to our list of things to do together. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so, Justin, thank you for your time. And, yeah, thank uh, you very much for joining us. I'll have Justin. to keep you up to date. It was very nice to meet you, finally. It was nice to meet you as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was a pleasure, guys. It yeah. Really was. Yeah, and, uh, Justin, before you go and to end this podcast, like we always do, babe, do you want to tell Justin what we always do? We usually say, um, stay scary on the count of three. All right, I'm ready. All right, so one... Two, three. Stay scary.